Our gospel lesson from the, for this morning comes from Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48. I invite you to stand in body or spirit with me for the reading of the gospel. And these are the words of Jesus. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Please join me in a word of prayer. Gracious and loving God, May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing to you. Amen. For as long as I can remember, I have loved Christmas. Like Hallmark Channel, Mariah Carey, Obsession Level, loved Christmas. I loved the lights, the music, the movies, the food, the coziness, the food, (laughs) the time with friends and family. I love all of it. I love sneaking around to find gifts for my loved ones. And I love that I'm horrible at keeping their presence a secret, and I'll probably tell them by December 20th, if not sooner. The past few years, however, I noticed that my obsession with Christmas wasn't totally about Christmas. It was about everything being perfect. The lights, the music, the coziness, the food. Everything needed to fit some arbitrary ideal of perfection. I was convinced that if our holiday wasn't perfect, then it wasn't worth doing. My need to make Christmas perfect did not make the day or the season more enjoyable for me or anyone else. In fact, I think by wanting to make Christmas perfect, I effectively ruined it for myself and everyone around me. Have you ever ruined something by trying so hard to make it perfect? Turn to your neighbor and share with them about a time when you wanted something to be perfect so badly, you ended up making it a disaster.
Thank you for sharing with your neighbor. Our, we're in the last sermon of our sermon series on Marks of a Methodist, and today we're talking about Christian perfection. When I think of the word perfect, I imagine an Instagram-worthy life with no strife or struggles. Perfect is a manicure that never chips, a house that looks like it was decorated by Joanna Gaines with two parents, two and a half kids, and a white picket fence. Perfect is never worrying about money, never getting annoyed with our coworkers, never struggling with addictions, trauma, mental or physical health. If you, like me, have ever suffered trying to attain this ideal of perfection, hear this truth. This idea of perfection is fictional. No one has reached it, ever. Everyone has struggles and flaws and dishes they have left in the sink too long. Let us take a deep breath And let that bit of good news sink in. Now hear this second truth. The perfection that Jesus and later John Wesley talk about is very different from the Instagram perfect that we discussed. In the verse where Jesus tells us to be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect, the Greek word used for perfect is teleos. Perfect is not the only translation for teleos. Other translations use the word complete, finished, or mature. The definition of teleos is to carry through completely, to accomplish, to finish, to bring to an end. So when Jesus tells us to be perfect, as our Heavenly Father is perfect, he's telling us to be complete. Jesus is not telling us that we need to have a luxury car and a golden doodle, or to adhere to whatever modern idea of perfection is being marketed to us that week. Jesus is telling us to be more like God. Jesus is calling us to orient our hearts to God's heart, to cherish what God cherishes, to weep when God weeps, and to think, live, and love as God calls us to. Perfection is not something to achieve. It's a posture. It's a mindset. It is a commitment to uphold Christ not only as our Lord and Savior, but also as our role model. 
Perfection is not found only in believing in Christ's life, death, and resurrection, but in living our lives by Christ's teachings. Christian perfection is when we love God, ourselves, our neighbors, and our enemies, like Jesus does. John Wesley's idea of perfection is built from Jesus' teachings on perfection. For Wesley, perfection is not about a destination. Perfection is about the journey. Christian perfection is not about attaining a sinless life, but about orienting our hearts toward what matters to God. As we grow in the into the people God has created us to be, as we try and fail and try again, we are growing in Christian perfection. Our scripture tells us that God makes the sun rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. God lavishes God's grace, love, mercy, and abundance on everyone. God does not stop to check who is worthy. God does not have a list of who has reached some predetermined idea of perfection. God is love, and that love is freely given to everyone. As we grow in Christian perfection, aligning our hearts with God's heart, we will love freely too. Last Christmas was not perfect by any Hallmark movie standards. Hope of a COVID vaccine was on the horizon, but we were still isolating from one another. I hadn't seen my family in months. My grandma died the week before Christmas. After turning in my last final, I made the cold, lonely drive home to Kansas from Chicago. I saw the twinkling lights on our front porch when I pulled up to my parents' house. I hugged my mom and dad in the December chill while our dog jumped around us. I knew that this Christmas would not be perfect by any previous year's standards but it was full of the love and the warmth that we needed. And in that way, it was perfect. Perfect is not found in a Hallmark movie or even in a Christmas dinner. Perfect is not on Instagram or in the American dream. Perfect is not being richer, thinner, taller, or louder than your neighbor. To Jesus and to John Wesley, perfect is letting go of our selfishness and attuning our heart to God's heart, our mission to God's mission, and our purpose to God's purpose. May it be so. Amen. <laughs>